Generation Z, the millennials, actually have got a lot of spending power. And I reckon they're going to be jumping into the property market in 2022. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hello, Freedom Fighters. I'm here with Stacey, George Markoski from Positive Property. Hope everyone's well. How you doing, Stacey? Yeah, good, thank you. And hello to everyone else. Now, we're going to be talking about the five ways to get started in property. But what I've decided to do, not only just give you the five ways, but give you the five ways based on Warren Buffett's way of um, investing, which um, is pretty cool. So what's happening in Australia at the moment? Well, lots is happening. We're about to open the borders on the 23rd of November, which is pretty interesting. And um, interesting enough, we've gone from one of the worst vaccinated countries in the world to one of the top vaccinated. It's amazing what a million-dollar prize can do for people because the government gave away a million dollars if you get vaccinated. Someone won that. Some lady won that. She got one a million dollars to get vaccinated. Pretty cool. Um, I'm waiting for Novavax to come out. I've heard it's coming out in a few weeks. I don't know, people watching, have you been vaxxed? Have you not been vaxxed? If you're watching live, can you please type in hashtag live? And look, for the people watching the replay, I'd love you to just type in hashtag replay just so that I know that you're uh, watching the replays. Just that way we know, um, you know, is this good, is it bad? And it's good feedback for us. So what's been happening at the moment? Well, we've had a few lockdowns recently. And the good news is it hasn't really affected the unemployment rate much at all. And unemployment rate's important because that unemployment rate really gives us consumer confidence, consumer um, sentiment, right? So basically, at the moment, it's 5.2%. And just to give you a bit of a background on what that means, well, basically, back in the 90s, when we had a huge boom, we had 11.5% unemployment. And everyone's saying, oh, 11.5% unemployment, no way it's not going to work, blah, blah, blah. But it still did it. And now at 5.2, it's going to work much better. And they reckon it's going to go down to 4.1 because now the lockdowns have finished. A lot of restaurants and cafes and places can start happening. Now, I understand some places you need a vaccine passport to go out. I know Queensland's going to do that from the 17th of December. And some places in Sydney are the same thing as well. But... Yeah. The one thing about the vaccine rollout, what's happened is the vaccine rollout's actually made, uh, helped more people retain their jobs because some people have to get it. But also, there's a massive pool of savings over the last 18 months. You know, Australia's the richest they've ever been in history. And what's happening is the consumer confidence is coming back. And especially the younger, the, the Generation Z, the millennials, actually have got a lot of spending power. And I reckon they're going to be jumping into the property market in 2022 and fueling it up. There's going to be a lot of first home buyers coming in and going nuts. I know we saved. <laughs> yep. Can't yes. go anywhere. Exactly, exactly. And um, Stacey, you recently got married. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And online, uh, we saw the we saw the online wedding from uh, from our place. Which yeah, was we sent you the link. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's wonderful. Look, and hopefully you can go on a real honeymoon soon. When I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we had what one. Mean, you, I know you had a bit of a honeymoon in Australia. What? What? Where would? If you had a magic wand, where would your ideal honeymoon be? 
Well, always wanted to go Maldives, sort of that island beach sort of holiday. Yeah. But I am an active person, so I do like to do a lot of um, adventurous things. So I'd make sure I put them in there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I can't sit by a pool for longer than half a day. Yeah. <laughs> Christina, she can get cocktails, get a book, and she's happy. We, we, yeah. we were, when we went on a honeymoon, we had a practice honeymoon first in Cairns, and then we went to Vietnam. A practice Cambodia. one. Oh. Yeah. I thought I'd give her a practice. Because what happened was um, we, we had our wedding. It was supposed to be on TV on a show, and we cancelled that thing. It didn't go on the show. And they sort of forced us to have the wedding on the 5th of November. We couldn't get our deposits back, so we just thought, what the hell, we're going to do it. And I thought, you know what? Let's go on a quick honeymoon, plan a good honeymoon. So they didn't want to plan a, um, a, a long one. What happened was we went on our practice honeymoon, came back, and I didn't realise we were going overseas the week after, so we went on two honeymoons in a row. <laughs> and we are in Cambodia and uh, at this, uh, in, in Angkor Wat, which is amazing, beautiful temples and everything else like that. Love the place. And what happened was Christina was like, she'd get up, get a cocktail, lie by the pool, sit down and all that. And me, I'm like on a motorbike, cruising around, having a look yeah. at exploring and doing things. <laughs> I, you know, so it was good fun. Awesome. Yes. Now, Stacey, you're our property strategist now. You know? Yes, so, I, I am. Five. Well done. Thank so you, you. started you started your company ooh, probably about, what, six months ago? Uh, in terms of property strategist? Or, or you mean just started with the company? Yeah, yeah. yeah half that. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. And you've already... Yeah already been upgraded to property strategist which is excellent news you know and what i love about you is you're really eager to learn and implement and do things and the thing is you know what we do with our business is we if we're going to get someone on board we want someone that actually has got our values our values are very important and you live our values and you're awesome but not only that you're a property investor and you and max were members and actually on the program beforehand like exactly. most of our like most of our staff 99 percent of our staff actually started off becoming members and that's where we find most of our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you and Max in less than a year have got two investment properties already. So well done. That's excellent. Thank you. Yes, it's very exciting. Every time you get that phone call, we're ready to go again. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. And um, I was actually caught up with um, one of our clients that um, from four years ago today. And um, I've known uh, Michael Beale. He's an Adelaide man. He sounds like um, Michael Kane. Got the same accent, looks and sounds a bit like Michael Kane. He's really cool, very classy man. And when he joined our program, I think he was either 69 or 70 years old. And when he joined, he said, Oh, you know, am I too old? You know, I'm turning 70 this year. I said, No, nah, we've still got, you know, four or five years up our sleeve. Anyway, in four years, he's got four properties. No, sorry, three properties. I lie. I don't lie. I just um, got a made a mistake. I remember today we did we did three properties, and what we decided to do we decided to look at his investment on how much deposit he paid for each property, and calculate his return over the four years. And you know, at the moment, if you go in the bank, you're making about one percent return per year. Yes. Yeah. And there's a thing, a thing called rule of seven. And what it means is if you're getting 10% interest, it takes just over seven years to double your money. I think it's 7.2, but we'll call it seven just because it's simple. And that way, if you're getting 7% return, you're going to double your money every 10 years. Now, property averages around 7%. 
So that means that around every 10 years, your property is going to double. But see, a lot of people don't understand the multiplier effect. And this is the important part that people have to understand. Now, guys, also, what we're going to do is afterwards, we're going to be telling you the five secrets of starting your investment property journey. We're going to talk about the five secrets that Warren Buffett that I learned from him, um, which is going to be fascinating. But I'm going to continue on with Michael. And we discovered, because what he did, he put in, you know, about 15, 20% in each property. We calculated the cash that he put in. And each property he put money in, he actually made a positive return. So every week he actually made an income out of it over the last four years. So think about every time you buy a property, you're getting you know an extra $100 or $80 in your pocket every week, which is after you've got three of them, you've nearly got a part-time wage. Yep. Then what happened is we calculated the return. He made over 300% on his money. How good is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Now, um, his properties now are earning him over $50,000 a year. And yeah, he's yeah. only had it four years. Imagine that. Now, $50,000, he actually makes more money out of his properties than his wage. Yeah. And we've got a lot of people out there that they are, they think they're too old. Yep. They're I don't younger. Think and I'm saying yeah. you're not too old because this guy did it at 69, 70 That's years it. old. And he's buying his fourth property this week. He came in today. Oh, that's my little dog. Come here, Einstein. Don't play that dog. <laughs> I saw him running around in the background. Look at him. Look at him. I'm going to pick him up and say later on. This is our new little mascot. This is Einstein. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> he's like a little teddy bear. Yeah. He's a, he's a groodle. Right. Very so, cute. <laughs> um, now, I bought the wrong dog for my wife. <laughs> the wrong dog? Yeah, wrong dog, yeah. So she wanted the kadoodle. 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 Oh, Kadoodle. Yeah. They're yeah. tiny. And in the photo, <laughs> this thing looked the same to me. So, well, yeah. <laughs> but Just want to get him back? <laughs> no, nah, look, he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. Look at him in the background playing there. We love him. He's a little polar yeah. bear. We love him. And uh, she's fallen in love with him now, so she's not going to do anything. And no, what I did actually <laughs> is what I did is I actually taped, taped it. I had, I had the film crew here. I had Najib and the film crew here when we did it. But she was in the office doing some appointments, and I had the, the little little baby here on the couch. She comes out. She goes, puppy. Is that a puppy? I go, yep. <laughs> she's like, whose puppy is it? <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I got a really – um, I really have to – um. Uh, check out the video. Guys, if you're not on our YouTube channel, um, you've got to check it out. What I'll do is um, I'll send you guys, I'll put in a link. If someone could put in the link to, for the subscription, you guys should really check it out. Because we're on, we're on about 931 subscribers. I really want to hit 1,000 by the end of the year. So I need 70 new ones. But only if you're interested in listening about property and listening, you know, watching stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so that's what happened. So anyway, so, so Michael... Um, you know, he's um, obviously an older, old school and, you know, wants to meet you face-to-face and that was, you could do that four years ago. And um, he's wrapped. He's um, said that the money he invested has been such an amazing return, but he got so much more than what he expected and he's wrapped. Yeah. On his fourth yep. property now, which is great. And, you know, it's really good that he was telling me today that he only works because he wants to because his properties are making that much money already. Yeah, 
Exactly. That's where we all want to be. Yep. Well, the good part is he started off at 7 o'clock investing and that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there we go. Perfect. We're going to go on to Warren Buffett, all right, and talk about him. Now, do you know Warren Buffett's net worth just surpassed $100 billion? Wow, $100 billion. billion. That's incredible, isn't it? It is. Oh, someone put the uh, link in there. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, so if you want to click on that link, guys, you can um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if we hit 1,000, I'll um, give away some prizes in our group because I'll be excited. Now, yes. with Warren Buffett, there's five things that Warren Buffett does really well when it comes to investing. And, you know, you could – the way I invest is like Warren Buffett, but in property. Because Warren Buffett, when it comes to shares – He's the world authority. And, you know, I wouldn't call myself a world authority, but I'm probably not Australia's number one authority when it comes to property investing. And I'm happy with that. You know, and Warren Buffett is probably the number one wealth authority in the world um, when it comes to everything because he's worth 100 billion. And how does he get this? Well, there's five things. I'm going to go through the five things now. Number one, he takes emotion out of it. And it's all about the numbers because. Yep. What's important is the numbers. See, a lot of people aren't sure what's important when it comes to property. And knowing what's important in life, not just in property, in your relationships, in your job, with your health, with everything, is very important knowing what's important because there's only a few things you can focus on. And the fact of it is you need to really be clear on what you want and what's important to be able to get it. And a lot of people, when they're buying property, they get caught up on what's the interest rate or um, am I paying mortgage insurance? Is it close to a school? Blah, 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 blah. Has it had what's growth? What's the front porch look like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is, not important because you're better off focus on the important stuff. And when you focus on the important stuff, then you're going to get it right because you, um, you um, focus on the wrong stuff. You're not going to get there. And that's why it's super important to be clear on what's important in your life with everything, um, especially with, you know, your property investing, especially with your partner, your spouse, what's important, you know? Exactly, yep. You know, for me, I mean, Christina's a Capricorn and it's not important to me, I don't care. <laughs> her, being, <laughs> no. her, being, her being a good person is more important to me. But some people mm. are different. And I know, I know, I, I know this girl... She used to go to um, lovely girl, by the way, but she used to go to um, one of these um, people that check, you know, do your future and all that sort of thing. What are they called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like not a psychic, a bit like a psychic, I'm yeah. About <laughs> psychic, anyway. And she'd go there and go, okay, you know, I want to, I want to find a boyfriend. Who is it going to be? And she's like, he's going to have a bird tattoo. That's how you know. <laughs> So suddenly she thought the most important thing was a bird tattoo when it came to men. Oh, right? no. <laughs> and I think there could yeah, be... clairvoyant. There could be... There, that's it. There could be other things that are more important. And I've got nothing as clairvoyance or anything else like that. They're, they're great. And, you know, I, when I was younger, I went to one... I went to a couple of clairvoyants with my cousin for a bit of a laugh, and it was so much fun. It was great. Yeah. I've never so, been. <laughs> oh, Really? No, never been. I find it hard to go now because I'm too sceptical. But when I was younger, it was a lot of fun. And 
the funny thing is, the clairvoyant told me I was going to become very successful in hospitality. Oh, and okay. actually, I did become successful in hospitality. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but not nothing compared to property. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was just, um, I bought a restaurant a long time ago and it did really well and I made a lot of money out of it, which is great. But if I compared that restaurant, I was going to buy a property and my accountant talked me into getting a restaurant. And if I compared the restaurant and the property, property would have made me a lot more money. Yeah. But luckily, after the restaurant, I just started buying buying property over and over again and kept buying. Yeah. You know? It's funny. Whenever I look at a property currently, I look at it and think, oh, it's a little bit expensive. Whenever I look back, I'm like, wow, that was cheap. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Every single time. We'll be doing it 10 years from now too. Oh, look, properties two months ago, I'm looking at them now going, wow, how cheap were they? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, we're going to continue doing it. That's just the way it is. Exactly. Yeah. So Warren Buffett, the numbers, he looks at numbers and the numbers are very important. So you need to know the numbers. And what's important with the numbers is you need to do research and you need to know, for example, um, what is the vacancy rate? What does vacancy rate mean? Well, out of 100, there's a vacancy rate. It's a number. And let's say, for example, it's 3%. That means that 3% of the houses in that area are vacant. And I normally go for a rule, anything below three. See, what happens is you can get metrics and there's about 28 different numbers and I'm not going to go through all 28 tonight. Otherwise, I'm going to bore everyone to death. Each of these 28 numbers, I've got a certain green area that I like to go on. Okay, so vacancy rate, for example, anywhere between zero and three. If I'm between zero and three, I give it a tick. If it's not that number, then it doesn't work. And I don't care if it's a beautiful house or, you know, there's a great story behind it or blah, 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 and it's a bargain, I'm getting a discount, it doesn't matter. The vacancy rate's less, more than 3%, I don't touch it, I move on. And the reason yeah. being, these metrics are there for a reason because these metrics, what they do is they show you people's real intentions, right? Because um, crowdfunding really st- started that. You know, back in the old days, people would say, oh, you know, I'd love to start a business and do blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh, what a great idea. And then they start yep. the business. No one wants to buy the product, right? No. So they were saying, well done. And now what can you can do actually is you start a crowdfunding and pre-sell your idea and you know if it's good, if people pay for it. If people don't pay for it, then it's not good. Yeah. Well, that's the real test. Yeah, people telling you something's good doesn't mean anything really. They're just going to be nice to you. No, and exactly. I- with these numbers, having those numbers in the right place is important. I don't care what the media is talking saying about the properties or what the vendor or the real estate agent is saying. I care about what the numbers are saying. If you get the numbers right, that first part, that is the number one part to get right. You get the numbers right, the rest will take care of itself. That's really the number one thing when you property investing is get your numbers right, right? And we've got it's this a thing. It's a lot more complicated. A lot more complicated than what people think too, like – how much time, money, and effort do you put into the research? Mm-hmm. Yes, compared absolutely. to a simple, yeah, like your Google search one that you did a little while back. It's just, it's not as simple as what people think. No, well, the thing is, I mean, my full time job is to look at the market. You know, I mean, I know the unemployment rate every week. Today it's four five point two. It's going to go down to four point one next month, around that. So I know. You know, at the moment, China's having a bit of a housing crisis. They're going down. 
So I, yes. I, I'm aware, I, I need to be aware of the economy all the time. Now, someone with a full-time job couldn't know what I know because no. they're not on top of it all. You know, and I need, to, I need to keep on top of this. You know? I know that we've got about $90 billion worth of savings in Australian banks. Also, I know that um, Sweden used to be, Switzerland used to be the richest country, Sweden used to be the richest country in the world, and now Australia is since COVID. Since COVID? Yeah, we're the richest people in the world now. Oh, wow. And that's because the government, for once, did a great job. You know, because when the GFC happened, what did the Rudd government do? They gave um, everyone that was struggling financially two thousand dollars checks, and they bought all and bought all the TVs out. And Harvey Norman made a shit ton of money. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they just bought plasma TVs. At yep. least this time, the government put in JobKeeper so people would keep their job, yeah. which is a smarter idea. Because as a business, if you lose your staff, getting new staff is very very challenging. And now all the businesses, they've kept all their staff. One, the staff don't need to look for new jobs, which is great. Yep. Two, the businesses don't need to look for new staff. The staff are already trained. It's a win-win for everyone. It's it's like give a man a fish <laughs> feed yeah. for a day. Yep. That's right. And what the government did by continuing people's employment and doing job keeping through COVID was to keep all the infrastructure and everything going. So, we, when we, so when we go, yes, we're on, business can go straight back without hiccups. Because otherwise, your business can fail, it can fall over. It's very difficult without the right staff. So, yes. Yeah. So, the numbers. The numbers is number one thing. Number two, Warren Buffett, he says, when people are greedy, be fearful and be fearful when, when, when people uh, – be greedy when people are fearful. Right? What does that mean? What he's saying is he's saying what we need to do is do the opposite of what the market is doing. Right, and yep. I'm, 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 and you know, it's being contrary to the market, and he's got a very good point there. So, for example, when it goes up, when it goes to comes to property, there's two types of markets. Now, my view is, you can't make money out of property unless you've got some. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's my number one rule. Because <laughs> it reminds me of this guy. There was a guy that went to the Melbourne casino, and he didn't want to lose his money. Right. So what he did, he went to Melbourne casinos and he decided to play the mind game. I've never, I don't know if you've ever done that at a casino where you go in and you pretend to bet some money and wonder if you're going to win on that number and you go through. I've never really been to a casino, to be honest. Fair enough. enough. (laughs) A lot of people, anyone online watching, have you played that casino mind game? Please let me know. But anyway, um, that's that's, um, basically what he did. So he went in there and played with his mind instead of money and ended up losing his money a mind at the end of the night. It's a joke. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so fear and greed. So what is the, how does that work? I'll explain how it works. Is At the moment, it's a buyer's market. So buyer's market is when there's not a lot of properties available and buyers can command any price they want and you're going to pay the price otherwise you don't get the property. Yeah. Now... The reason I like to buy in a buyer's market is because the reason it's a buyer's market is because there's less supply, more demand, and therefore it's going to keep pushing property prices up. It's going to keep going up, yeah. In a seller's market, you can negotiate and get deals and get a discount on your property, except you're catching a falling knife because you don't know how far it's going to go down. Now, you can make money in both a buyer's and seller's market, totally, but you've got to have the experience. 
And like I said, unless you've got property, you can't make money out of property. So therefore, no. you've got to, it's a matter of continually buying because when you buy on a regular basis, it balances everything out. It's very important. Yep. Yep. But me personally, I say don't use fear or greed. I don't like using those emotions because I think being greedy is just bad. I don't even yep. like being greedy. And being fearful doesn't work either because then you're not at your top best self. You know, because I think you need to be mindful, you need to be careful, you need to really do your research, and then once you've got everything right and you've got it down pat and you know, then get in there and just do it. Because the problem is there's a lot of people out there and they just keep doing research and going, oh, what should I do? And I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, you know, people always go in and go, oh, okay, what about commercial property? Yeah. People always talk about commercial property and they're like, oh, you yes. get six, 6 or 7% return and blah, blah, blah. Well, what I've been saying for a long time, and this has been happening, the trend is against commercial because we're having less offices, people working from home, retail, mm. people are buying online. So there's, there's so many vacancies. It's crazy. And it's going to get worse every single year for a long, long time. And that's why commercial is not good. And I'm actually going to be doing um, a case study because yeah. out of 500 members on our program, and about 1,000 properties all up between me and our members, there was only one property that lost money during COVID, and that was my commercial property. Ah, there you go. <laughs> the, only one, the only one where there was no rent. Everyone else paid their rent, but the business couldn't, and it wasn't their fault, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I, I had no choice. I had to let them off because they weren't allowed to operate, so how could they pay their rent? Yeah. And what I'm doing now is I'm going to be doing a bit of a project. I'm getting a film crew following me around. I'm going to get this commercial property and I'm going to turn it into residential and double the value overnight. Okay. Yeah. And show people how to do this. But the best thing you do with a commercial property is turn it residential. Well, if they can, yeah. Doesn't it depend on where they are though? Absolutely. Depending on the structure where it is, this one's going to be a no-brainer. It's easy. And that's part okay. of the reason I got it in the first place because my idea was to turn it residential one day anyway. Ah, uh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So I knew that was where I was going to make my money in that property. But yep. at the time, I needed an office because I had a few businesses, so I just put them all in there. And then I got sick of having businesses, so I retired and left them all. Yeah. Yes. So fear and greed, number two. Number three is focus on long-term intrinsic value, not short-term earnings. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people out there talking about property and saying, you know, you know, do this course and you can buy a property and flip it and make it a hundred grand in one weekend. <laughs> do a, you know, then what you can do is um, do a JV deal, knock on this factory, on this factory, buy it for next to nothing, get an option, then sell it for five million dollars more. Look, the guy that owns the factory or owns that property, and an idiot. He's not going to sell it to you at a discount price. You know, how do you think he bought it in the first place? You think, you know. The deal is whenever there's these, you know, or there's those other ones where you can buy options where you knock on a granny's door and, you know, trick her into doing an option and selling a property for less than what it's worth. I mean, personally, I think it's unethical. You shouldn't, it be, is. Buying, shouldn't be buying properties undervalued from grannies. Like that's just, I can't believe people out there teach that stuff too. You know what I mean? Oh, or, you've got to have values. Totally. So I personally, personally, I think there's no money in it for one because it's short-term thinking, but two, it's not really ethical. And I really think if you're going to invest, what you want to do is you want to invest where you're actually adding and building a better world and helping the community. 
Yeah. Right? And it's a win-win. You're giving someone somewhere to live, which you're helping the government so that people aren't homeless. You're giving someone something to live with is a low vacancy rate because they that's why it's a low vacancy rate because people want to live there. They can't. So you're doing someone a big favour and make money out of it. And that's the way yeah. to do it, you know. And I love it because every time I buy another house and get a tenant, I've got another tenant working for me, making me money. Yeah. Right? It's a win-win for both of us. It's great. You know, because not everyone can be a landlord. That's the fact of it. Yeah. Some people want yeah. to be tenants. And funny enough, um, you know, rent investing is very popular at the moment, where you rent where you want to live and invest where you want to buy. And That's I did what that. we do. Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. I did that for years. Rent investing is awesome because um, that way, if, if you're clever, you can actually get a really awesome house and get your landlord to pay the difference. And yeah. I had my landlord paying an extra three grand a week for me to live where I was living. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and, and you've got to think about it in the long run. You can buy your own property. like Yes, exactly, because the deal is, and Robert Kiyosaki, I'm catching up with Robert Kiyosaki later this month, actually. So I heard from him um, yesterday, yesterday morning, which was interesting because I've had my neck out and I sort of didn't want to um, spend too long and a whole day with him with a sore neck, so I'm waiting for the end of the, end of the month. But I was talking to him the other day, and he's got some amazing stuff to talk about. It's really good. It's great. But um, what Robert Kiyosaki says, he says your home is not an investment. No, it's not. No, yep. And it's funny. I was talking to I was talking to Robert yesterday morning because uh, early morning here is afternoon over there because he's in, yep. I think he's in Texas, I think, something like that, Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah, he's moved around. Someone told me where he was the other day. Yep. Yeah, Austin, Austin, yeah, he's in Austin, Texas. That's where he is, yep. Anyway, so... Um, so ten o'clock here is four o'clock in the afternoon over there. Yeah, and I, I don't like start, I don't like doing any meetings before ten. Even though this yeah. morning I did a six o'clock meeting with um, one of our coaches, which is um, pretty interesting. So anyway, so I was speaking <laughs> to him, and he's like George McDonald's. You know what I mean? What do you oh, think? He's in Scotland, Scotts, <laughs> Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> there you go. That's where he is. Yeah, that's exactly where he is. Arizona. That's right. Yep. No, no, that's exactly right. It's good work. So he was saying about McDonald's. Yes. Right. But McDonald's, their whole philosophy is they want to buy as much real estate as possible. Yeah. That's what they do. What they do is they actually um, start a franchise, buy the property in all really good areas that are very built up and keep buying. Yep. Now, McDonald's own more property than the Catholic Church. They the said their money's Church. in the real estate. Yes. And the Catholic Church got more, have been, have they been in this game for a long time? Let's face it. Yeah. So there you go. So, yes. Yeah, so what you want to do is focus on long-term intrinsic value when it comes to investing in property. You don't want to um, try to get a quick win. It doesn't matter if you make money in the first year. What matters is over the long term what happens with your money. And, you know, you know, number one, one rule of real estate and investing in wealth is don't lose any money. That's my number one. Yeah. Rule. And then that means, which means focus on long-term intrinsic value, not short-term earnings. Because short-term earnings means you could lose money. The shorter yeah. term, they've done a study actually, funny enough. And if you invest in real estate for a year, you've got a 30% chance of succeeding if you just buy randomly. 
70% yeah. chance of losing your money. And each year, the amount of money you lose goes down. In a 10-year period, it goes down to nearly zero. Yeah. Right? So that's interesting, isn't it? Mm. But if you do it right, forget going down to zero, losing your money. Let's double your money in 10 years. That's what we really want to do. Yep, exactly. That's what we're about. That's right. That's right. Number four, what time is it, by the way? 6.37. Oh, great, great. We've got enough time to finish. Great. So number four is in regards to safety. Keep yourself safe. Don't rush into the deal. You know, at the moment, there's so much pressure for people to buy property. And I, I feel it. You know, people are ringing us time saying, I want to get a property, I want to get it now. The thing it's is, good. even though property price is going up and things are going crazy, you're going to have to just hold yourself back and only do it as fast as you're comfortable and only do it while you're safe, where you get all the right research and do it properly. You know, and the challenge is, I'm really saying to people, don't rush into buying a property. Take your time. Do it properly because getting it right is the most important part. Because if you get it wrong, you're going to get, be held back by decades yep. and tens of thousands of dollars. But if you get it right, you're going to really succeed a lot better. Yeah. Last, exactly. and number five, number five is be patient. Yeah, that's not my best attribute. No, not mine either. But, um, no, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's not my best attitude either. However, the way I see it is, like, in 10 years' time, you're going to be 10 years older no matter what you do. Yeah. So you might as well be richer. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you might as well be richer. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, That's it. Set yourself up now. And I think right. a lot of – yeah. Okay, you've got a comment come up. Real estate is not liquid. You've got to have high financial education to get into real estate. Absolutely. You need the financial education. Patience, next. Yep, that's right. Next, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. So um, what I want to do, guys, is it's my birthday week and last week's my birthday, but November's my birthday month. And yeah. what, I, what I'm going to do every November including this November, is I'm going to be giving away $200,000 worth of scholarships, right? So um, if people are interested in looking at our program, I'm giving it away for next to nothing almost, almost for free. There's going to be a tiny bit of a deposit just to get a commitment out of you because I, don't, I only want people that are 100% committed because I, I want people that can really become case studies. So what I'm doing is I'm giving away $200,000 worth of programs. That's about 10 memberships. And with these 10 people, I'm actually going to be working with them with a coach. And we're going to be documenting their journey over the next 12 months and seeing how much return they're going to make. You know, And look, we've got lots of members that are making 35, 50, 100 600% return in one year. And those numbers sound huge, I know. But that's because of the multiplier effect. And yep. we're going to be showing some case studies so people can see all that, but that's exactly the way it works. So how do they get information? All right. If you want information on the scholarship, good question, is put in hashtag free call and one of our teams will reach out to you and send the link and see if you qualify. If you qualify for scholarship, pretty cool. If not, we'll show you the program anyway and give you a free gift anyway for applying. 
um, as part of my birthday little special. I'm giving away my book free of charge. So everyone booking for a call also gets a free copy of my best-selling book, Freedom Free Property. I've got a copy here. Nope, I don't. That's okay. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. I've yep. got one in the other room. <laughs> oh, there you go. Someone's got free call on here. That's right. Ah, oh, there you go. Perfect. Yep. And we've got to get to our shirt very soon. What happens every Thursday night, we catch up with all our members and go through any challenges they're having and help them with their real estate investing and things like that. So um, remember, guys, type in hashtag free call. I remember we've got the link to my YouTube channel. If you want to see more behind the scenes stuff and check out what we're doing and if you want to learn more about um, real estate, please uh, come to YouTube, come to our YouTube channel. Actually, I've got someone that just wrote down free call on the YouTube channel. Someone's watching us on YouTube. We're live on five different destinations, so it's pretty cool. Um, And our team will... um, reach out to you and all that. So thank you so much. I just want to say that I'm very grateful for everyone. Thank you so much for being part of our community of like-minded and purposeful investors. And look, you know, the reason we're called Freedom Fighters is because we're fighting for our freedom, for ourselves, for our families. Um, and for you. is to yeah. do what you want to do, right? You know what? I really think at the end of the day, you live one life, live life on your terms, you know, don't live on anyone else's terms. You That's know, it. Be the best version of yourself. Create a bit of financial wealth. Go out there and do what you want to do. You know, I was, um, you know, some people want to go on holidays. Some people want to give money to charity, party on a big yacht. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We're going to go off our, to our shirt. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, with a multi-million dollar property portfolio and a passive income, I've become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated, to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand that information I share is of a general nature only and is not taken into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisors actually achieve the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, as with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.